Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thriving is what we are all about. And we've got a super spectacular show for you today because we've responded to your demand for tools, techniques, understanding on how to manifest whatever it is you desire in this life. And whatever it is that you desire has a couple of conditions. Do no harm to yourself, do no harm to the planet, and do no harm to another person. And the laws of the universe will abide by your vibration. But more importantly, my best-selling author joining me here today has an incredible formula to help all of us understand the power of manifesting, but more importantly, how to boost the power of attraction that we have. Steve Siskel, best-selling author, joining me here today, someone that I love having on my show. He's a popular wellness speaker and body-centered therapist. He has done work with some of the most visible people on the planet, as a matter of fact, and he is joining us here today because his best-selling book and his best transformative message is one that has taken the country by storm. And for many, many, many people, we want to know what our body is telling us, which is his book, What's Your Body Telling You? And more importantly, what we can do now to create and attract anything that we desire and get rid of those things that we don't desire. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, thank you. What a great show. I can't, uh, I can't wait to get started here. I always look forward to talking to you, Dr. Pat. You're great. Thank you for having me again. All right. Let's talk about it, Steve. Here I sit, or many of us sit, and we have a dream and we have a vision and we've all seen the movie The Secret, and we're kind of sitting on the edge of our seat and we're waiting. We're waiting for that thing to happen. But then, bam, we get economic news. Things are just not working out on the outside like we thought they would. And yet, at the same time, we still have our dream, but we can't seem to get it going. What the heck is going on? <laughs> well, you know, Dr. Pat, it's, uh, it's really great that you bring that up because a lot of people do think, I remember I worked with Shakti Gawain years ago. Uh, she was one of my first clients. And she would say to me, you know, people think uh, creative visualization means you just sit around in your bedroom and you, you think and it shows up. I think a lot of people thought that about the secret as well, that if they just kept thinking it and focusing it would happen. You know, I, I love this quote by Einstein when he says, you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that created it. So a lot of us do get caught in our minds and think and think, and yet our body's sending out another message. Maybe that's repelling people, not attracting people. So I've really studied that. You know, my background was in sales and advertising, and I would write these beautiful scripts. I would pump people up. I would inspire people. And yet I would notice, hmm, your body is sending out a message that is not bringing people towards you, and that's why you're not attracting. So... We really have to take a look at what is our body telling us, first of all, the message inside, and what is our body communicating. It's not just about the mind, according to me, and of course I've seen that over and over, the mind isn't enough. 
Well, you have some great tips for reducing stress, and let's just call it stress right now because I think that's what the general population relates to, Steve. Um, you know, they, they relate to the term stress, but it can be stress, it can be anxiety. Sometimes it could be so compulsive, you know what I'm saying, that we don't even understand it. But the point is you, we're walking around and always in the background, you know, we now have created this way to be in scarcity, um, and, and it's kind of interesting. It shows up. It's showing up kind of in funny ways. I had a friend that said to me the other day, "Yeah, I'm really, you know, I'm saving money now. Now instead of buying that three percent chopped meat, I'm buying that sixteen percent fat chopped meat." And I'm thinking to myself, "Wow, like what is that? Thirty cents a pound difference?" So you know, it's kind of interesting how we're infiltrating ourselves and ourselves, right? Ourselves and our body cells with this new level of of lack. Absolutely, and you know, part of our stress is that we make up a lot in our mind. I always say people separate the facts from the fiction. You know, we we hear something, uh, somebody uh, tells me they're hearing a rumor in their company that they're going to downsize, all of a sudden their mind says, uh-oh, we're in trouble, We're gonna, I'm going to lose my job, I'm going to lose everything. Um, I think our mind, because things happened in the past, every one of us had things happen, and because those things happened, what what we do is we uh, bring them into the present. So the littlest thing could happen, like not little, but hearing a rumor or noticing a you know when we're trying to we're giving a presentation and we notice someone isn't jumping at the uh, sale, our mind starts saying, "Up, oh, they don't want it. Up, oh, we're going to lose. Up, oh, something's going to go." And then our body shows it. Our body broadcasts like a billboard that message. And that message is pretty much putting out that, uh, huh, maybe this person doesn't really believe in what they say. I believe that the body is, you know, a transmitter. And if we transmit success, if we transmit confidence, if we transmit belief in what we're talking about or selling, somebody's going to be attracted to that. And the stress, it's a tough game because when you're stressful, it's hard to transmit confidence. But I think it's really important to get into the body and say, what's really happening here? Most of the time, Dr. Pat, those stresses, yes, they get triggered by what's happening outside, but they get magnified by what we're holding in our body from the past. So, you know, Steve, what are some of the things we can do to chill out, so to speak? Because chilling out is what we really need to do here. You heard that. The first thing is we must breathe. We really need to keep breathing. I had someone over the other day. I don't know how to do that anymore, Steve. You know what I'm saying? You know, what uh, you know it's like about? I had someone, I had, well, I'll tell you, someone the other day was telling me, oh, I'm having a heart palpitation. I'm so afraid of I'm not getting enough business. And went, where are you breathing? <gasps> Up here. I said, okay, you've got to breathe down in the belly. We've got to get the breath down in the belly. If you notice, whether it's a martial artist, whether it's a yoga teacher, or a healthy baby that you watch in a hospital, they're breathing in the belly. And what happened is we have this fight-or-flight mechanism for chasing up trees when tigers are chasing us. But other than that, we're all way too up in our chest. We're breathing. We're breathing in our throats. Or we're not even aware that we're breathing. One of the first things I tell people is take time and actually listen to your breath. Um, listen to the quality of it. Feel it. Are you breathing from the belly or from the chest? Are you breathing 
deeply on the inhale but not on the exhale? Are you just breathing in but not breathing out properly? Take time, count, count to five. One, two, breathe in five, breathe out five. Really allow yourself to become connected to your breath. That will send a signal to your body to relax, for starters. The second thing to do is scan the body from head to toe. Notice, gee, I'm ready to make a presentation. Am I nervous? Is my body shaking? Am I tense? Am I holding my fist tight? Those are the kind of things we don't want to transmit out as we're trying to manifest. Well, you, yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's talk about that because, uh, you know, at the, in the one moment we're saying, oh my gosh, I want to make, uh, you know, $10,000 worth of sales this week. And at the same time we're thinking, oh my God, that'll never happen. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. How do we get ourselves to shift from that little crazy voice that's in the back of our minds that somehow creeps in? To really ruin, you know, rain on our parade. I mean, you know, this is really something that's happening across the board for people. Um, not that this is new stuff, Steve. It's just that it's more prevalent now. And that little voice in the back of our mind, so to speak, or wherever it hides, seems to be getting reinforcement from the external environment. Well, of course. You know, I think that's the other thing. We really yeah. need to be careful about how much we take in. You know, we're like software, right? We're taking in this software of fear. We're watching channels or stations that are telling us fear all day long. Um, and we're, you know, we're, we're becoming a society that's really locked onto the computer way too much. You know, I was in Japan, Dr. Pat. Over a million teenagers don't leave their room, and I'm not exaggerating. You can Google it. Over a million don't leave their room. They're social phobic. I'm uh, working a lot here with kids who are social phobic. I'm working with adults who are social phobic. We've become so locked into our Facebook and our, our Twitter and our computers and our televisions that we're not really getting out much. And I think that's really important to get out, be social, move, breathe, Get back into playing sports, dance, do something other than the screens because it does really lower our power, our confidence, our energy, our magnetism. And I think that we're getting and taking in a lot of negative information. If we watch too much news, I I talked to a client the other day. She said, I'm addicted to the TV. I'm addicted to news. And when I understand, you know, during the election, I was watching all the time because it was really important. But then I stopped. You know, it's like you really have to stop at some point. I think a lot of people are watching too much TV and getting too afraid by all the news they're getting, and they're taking it in, and it lives in the body. It's in the nervous system, and that's what the problem is. You've got to shake it out, move it out, exercise, breathe. <laughs> I'll just keep saying that word over and over. Well, you know, you know, one of the things you say is you say life is not meant to be an out-of-body out of experience. And I want to talk about that because, you know, we're, we're hearing a lot of interesting phenomenon these days. But you say life is not meant to be an out-of-body experience. And yet we are so good, I think, at ignoring the signs that come from our body, whether it's a pain in my joint or whether it's a shoulder ache or, you know, like you said, shortness of breath or maybe even how about the dreaded headache uh, so we're really good at not paying attention to those things, just taking a pill, potion, or lotion and take care of it. 
That is, again, what we've been, what I call spin-doctrinated. We've been indoctrinated to not feel. It's a spin. You know, it's like, let's face it. You know, I went to graduate school in um, communications, and I was studying uh, propaganda and all these different forms of communication. And um, the soap operas, for instance, they're set up to make people feel bad. You know, you watch it, you feel bad afterwards. If you watch the commercials, they're selling back pain, aspirin, they're selling drugs. So, you know, we have to be careful because we've been trained, even as children, uh, a lot of people were taught, you know, I have an expression, I, I want to cry, I want to yell, I want to be upset, I want to tell you what I feel. Here's a lollipop, here's something, anything to calm you down. Nowadays, uh, parents are sticking a video or a DVD into the TV to cut to tell their, their kids to be quiet. So I think a lot of us are being numbed, and as we're being numbed, that affects our manifestation. The law of attraction, again, I believe is us transmitting our purpose, our passion and our energy out to the world, and that brings in what we're wanting. In our heart, we have desire, like you said earlier, but if we're not transmitting out and we're numbed and we're watching and we're taking pills and we're just not our energy in our life, I think that's blocking the law of attraction. So when we think about our dreams and our visions and our success, because, you know, you've worked in, you know, corporate America, Fortune 500 uh, companies, Steve. And for those of you just tuning in, I just want you to know that I'm joined here today uh, by best-selling author, speaker, and coach, Steve, uh, Steve Sisko. You can go to his site, OneDream.com, if you want to find out more, OneDream.com. He is the author of an incredible book, What's Your Body Telling You? Um, but, you know, you are, let's just talk about it, you're number one sales leader of a Fortune 500 uh, company. Uh, successful advertising and branding firm. Uh, you coach many of today's best-selling authors, entertain, entertainers, and business leaders. And I want to ask you, what is it that these folks and that are this successful in what they do, what, what do they have that a lot of people don't have? Well, I believe that uh, that's a great question. Yeah, I believe that a lot of people, I always say to people, Dive afraid, meaning everybody gets afraid. You know, John Lennon threw up before every Beatles concert. Many football players say in their locker room shaking. But what they do is they step out on the field. I tell people, if you're on a high mountain or you're on a high diving board and you've been wanting to dive into this pool forever or this quarry forever, you've had a dream, you really want to do it, you have two choices. One is you're going to step down and say, ah, I'm more comfortable because that was scary. But then later you feel bad again. Or you go, you take a deep breath and you dive afraid. I think a lot of the people I work with also go through fear. or They wouldn't call me. They wouldn't come to me. I've had them come for writer's block. I've had them come for anxiety. But they still step out on the stage. They still transmit positivity. They still continue to work towards their goals. I worked with a man the other day who's been pretty frozen. He's barely able to get out of the house, barely able to get out of bed. That's the problem. I think a lot of us have taken this depression and this stress, the economy, the worries, the stuff we're seeing on TV. We internalize it. We don't talk about it, and we implode. One of my tips, of course, as we said, is to breathe. The second is to scan your body. The third is to move. Move energy. Move. But the other one is don't keep it inside. Don't implode. Call somebody. 
call a coach, see a counselor. Everybody you've mentioned that's come to me are successful, but yet why did they come to me? Because maybe they hit a roadblock. Maybe they started to get a little worried. Maybe they thought, wow, you know, it's not working like it used to. They've taken that leap to say, give me some help because I have a dream and a purpose and a mission, and I don't want to get stuck. So I think the key is go get some help, get somebody to talk to, breathe through it, move through it, and continue to take your mission out there. Don't stop. The only way that you'll fail is if you stop. What, are, what is the greatest obstacle, Steve, that you've personally had to overcome? I mean, you're, you're a very successful individual. You know, you're somebody that people go to and they ask for advice and help and, you know, how to get to the next level of their lives. And I, I just I, I want to really tap into, you know, sort of your journey for a minute because many people think that somebody like you and somebody like me, we just wake up one day and there we are. You know, we've got a number one talk radio show or, or a best-selling book. But let's talk about this for a minute. Um, you know, along the way, you must have run into a few of your own demons, so to speak. You know, what have you experienced in your life that has taught you the lesson so that you could teach others? Well, I've definitely come across some demons. I, I, um, I've couple things. One is I grew up in a really close-knit neighborhood. It was very safe. It was very um, comfortable. I knew everybody was called uncle and aunt, and I think I had five or six uncles and aunts living right <laughs> near me and about 23 cousins. And uh, the first time I left my neighborhood, we all got beat up. Uh, and that was a demon because what it taught me is don't go too far. In fact, one time I got on a TV show and I started getting really anxious and scared and and I, I tuned into my body, I breathed, I relaxed, I separated the fiction, which was, oh, my God, I'm going to do poorly, to, ah, there's that memory again, that demon that says, go too far, you're not safe. Go too far, you're not safe. So I had to breathe through it and reaffirm. I call them whole body affirmations. Reaffirm in my body. Ah, yes, I will be okay i will be safe that was then now is now i think we have to separate the past from the present um, because we all carry demons i call them viral beliefs they live in our body if we got rejected we have a belief in there uh oh i'm going to get rejected again we have to breathe through that and rewire that thinking and breathe into our body i'm going out tonight and i'm not going to get rejected I'm going to be approved. I'm going to be accepted. The body might not accept it. Keep shaking, moving, breathing. Touch that place that's not accepting it. If it's in the throat, <clears throat> clear your throat, breathe. It's energy, Dr. Pat, as you know. And I just feel it's really important that we move that energy in our body. Now, just real quickly, one of my biggest demons was I grew up in a Holocaust survivor neighborhood. Oh. I've heard that with you before. and. Yeah. Um, when I was young, I saw these uh, numbers on my neighbor's arms, and I went to my mom. I said, what is that? Don't you say a word. That's the Holocaust. But we don't talk about it. Nobody talks about it. So little by little, I heard about this horrific thing that happened to relatives of mine, and I had to hold it in. I wasn't allowed to talk about it. That was a demon. It bothered me for years. One day, I told my good friend Gay Hendricks, I said, Gay, I'm going to Germany and Poland. I've got to deal with this demon. I've got to, I can't take it anymore. It's in my body and I've never got to express it. Gay and I went to uh, Germany and Poland together doing breath work and movement throughout the concentration camps. I got so angry, Dr. Pat. I kicked the Nazi tower. It broke. 
And I told Gay, I said, you know, I really needed to do that. I've been carrying that anger for 40 years. And that's how I dealt with my demon. I always tell people, breathe, move, express, get it out of the body. And I, I have a new film coming out with Gay, and it's called Loosening the Grip. And it's not about um, that I got rid of everything. It's not that I don't remember those feelings, but I loosen the grip by expressing them through my whole body, if that makes sense. Oh, my gosh. You know, let's talk about this, Steve. I know we're going to come up on a break in a minute here, but, you know, this is something that, you know, we're talking about something that really needs to get a grip in our country right now. You know, there are so many people that are in that place that don't know how to get relief, that don't know how to handle of the situation that's come up. They're not talking about the fact that they've lost jobs, their savings are gone. You know, they're not talking about them in a way that serves themselves. Couples are together, but they're not really talking about the elephant in the room. Uh, you know, what is, what is the primary thing that, that we need to let our listeners know about your experience? Is it that we need to speak up and find someone that we can share what's going on with? Is that what we need to do as a step? Absolutely, and and try to find someone like me that's more of a body-centered, so you're not just talking about it. Right. right. I've worked with Vietnam vets. Uh, I worked with a guy over the telephone who lives in the beautiful state of Hawaii, where I used to live, and he built himself a foxhole in his backyard. He hears any sound, he jumps in it. Um, wow. I've worked with people who uh, have been adopted and they're searching for their parents. I've worked with Cambodian refugees, um, people that have traumas, African Americans, people that have bad memories, bad feelings, prejudice, and it's in the body. So what I always encourage them to do is express it to me, but notice, where do you feel that? Where do you feel that anger the most? Where do you feel that fear the most? And uh, one gentleman, you know, had his hand was shaking a lot, and he said, I feel anger as you say that. Now, he always was trying to hold his hand and trying to numb it. I said, ah, take a breath and let that hand express itself. And he made a fist. And he said, I'm so angry. And I said, grab a pillow. Hit that pillow. Do what you need. He said, oh, my God, you're not going to believe it, but I felt like I had a knife in my hand. I was knifing the person that hurt me, and now my hand stopped shaking. I'm not violent, believe me. I'm just saying that we do carry things in our body that want to be expressed. The good news is if we do it consciously with a body-centered therapist, then we don't hurt some, someone. Then we don't hurt ourselves. Then we don't go out there and do wild things like you hear these people that, you know, shoot guns uh, just because they can't take it anymore. I know. I well, you know, this is part of sort of the, you know, the, well, this is part of the work you do, Steve. Uh, Steve Sisko joining us here today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we've got some more tips for you. Whatever happened to innovation? What does Steve Sisko say about getting innovative? What is it about thinking out of the box that has taken on new meaning now? You know, once you've let go, how do you then create again? Where do you get the courage from to step forth? That's why we've got Steve Siskold here because, yeah, it might, you, it might be in the mind like you think, but it's also in the body. When we come back, we're going to be talking about getting innovative, one of the most incredible things you could do right now, and do it in a way where you get that feel-good mojo back. 
Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with my very special guest, Steve Sisko, right here on The Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. Are you tired or struggling to get to where you want to be in your life? Want some help getting to that next level? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and passionate champion of your complete success. I'm excited to give you powerful books, teas, and coaching to help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to make your life sing. Visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, Call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. For more information about us, please check us out on our website, www.thedrpatshow.com or drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. For more information about Steve Sisko, my very special guest today, go to onedream.com. That's one dream.com. Steve, thank you for joining us today. We're sharing some tips. We're sharing some of the things that you share with the people you work with, your clients. One of the things I wanted to touch upon has to do with the seven tips that you've, uh, that you talk about. And that is get innovative. Before the break, you know, I, I, I kind of asked the question, what has happened to innovation thinking out of the box? Do we still know how to do that? And how do we remove the fear, the doubt, the stagnation that's holding us back to begin with? And I'd love to hear hear from you. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Pat. Um, let me hear that again. I'm sorry, there was a, a sound. I couldn't hear that. Well, you know, innovation. Let's talk about innovation. Uh, thinking out of the box. Why is this so incredibly important right now? What can we do to get our mojo back, our creative mojo back? You know, I think it's really important as we go through those steps of breathing and relaxing to get proactive. I had a um, a fellow who told me, you know, that he had a rumor about a downsizing and he was concerned and he was shutting down as many of us do, so the mojo was going down. He was getting frozen in his body, frozen in his mind. And I told him, I said, are you moving? Get up and move. That really brings the creativity and the innovation back. When I work with, uh, whether it's a corporate client or a group of people, I get people to move and breathe to get that energy moving, get that circulation back to the brain. As he started moving and breathing versus sitting at his desk frozen in fear thoughts, he says, I, I guess, wow, you know, there's a competitor that I've always wanted to talk to. I, I could do something. I said, yeah, get innovative. Get out of the box. What could you do? What can you do that's innovative? He said, well, I could just go right over there with a new resume. I said, okay. He calls me. He tells me that um, they don't allow people in without an interview. Get innovative. 
No kidding, Dr. Pat. He goes down to the uh, um, postal elevator, takes it up anyway to the personnel, and when he gets up there, they said, sorry, can't get in without an interview. He's telling this woman at the desk about what he wants, and one of the partners walked by, and she said, hey, I like this guy. He's got a lot of guts. Bring him in. He got a job. He got innovative. He moved. He moved his energy. Another person I worked with um, got fired from a corporate job in Houston, and she was frozen and freaked. And I said, look, let's move and breathe and get innovative. What's something you've always wanted to do? Maybe, maybe the universe has a plan for you. Maybe it's divine that you got fired. Now, people don't love hearing that, but the other option is to get depressed, right? What could you do that's innovative to start really getting something that you never had time to do before? Should well, you know, I've always wanted to sell my grandma's peanut brittle. You think I could do it? I said, of course. Farmers markets are every day of the week. Dr. Patchy's out selling so much peanut brittle at the farmers market, you can't believe it. We can get innovative. I mean, it's not fun when these things happen. But maybe there's a divine reason that these things happen, and if we get frozen, we're just going to get depressed. If we move and breathe and get innovative, I have people writing books that, that never thought they'd write a book. But, you know, one guy's in the landscape business. He's, he's a little slower now. I said, what's something you've always wanted to do? Hmm, well, I've always wanted to write a book. Right now we're just about finished his book proposal. So, you know, it's a good time to get innovative, but you've got to breathe and move and keep the energy flowing. Uh, otherwise, it just kind of, you know, gets frozen, and then we don't get innovative. I think the brain needs that energy. Well, I love what you're talking about because, you, you know, so many folks are are talented. I mean, we have folks that run their households, and yet they don't really value who they are. I want to talk a minute about self-worth in the conversation. Um it usually takes a back seat to self-esteem, so to speak, Steve. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Self-esteem seems to be like the buzzword in a pop culture. But underneath all of this, there's this idea of self-worth. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about it because I know you work with people to help them move beyond the devaluation that they've embedded in their bodies as well as in their minds. So how do you work with folks help build up their self-worth bank? I really believe in purpose, Dr. Pat. I believe that everybody's been here for, is here for a reason. In fact, uh, when people do go to my website and sign up for my newsletter, I give a free audio, uh, which is to go into your passion and purpose. It's a guided journey. I've been doing this for years. I always work with people. I say, you know, Take one hand, your left hand, and in your left hand, just look at all the fears and beliefs that have held you back. And now in your right hand, look that you have a purpose. Always know that you have a choice of one of those two hands. It's always a choice point. Dr. Pat, if I don't wake up in the morning and breathe and move and remember that I have a purpose, I say over and over, you know, I'm here to help people with their dreams. I'm here to help people ah, move through and, and have what they want. And that really sets the tone for me. I think it's really important that we have a sense of purpose, of determination, and an incentive. You mentioned earlier I was a number one sales rep of 500 people. I felt purpose. I was sitting down one day after leaving Florida and moving to San Francisco. I was sitting in the Embarcadero uh, Center, which is an office 
center, and I was sitting there thinking, man, what am I doing here? <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> Please talk to me. If, if there's any reason that I have a purpose for being here, let me know. And no kidding, Dr. Pat, I was so open. My body was so ready to receive that an actual message came in. I could feel it. My whole body started vibrating, whatever you believe in. An energy and a voice and a, and a sense came through and said, you have a purpose. You're here to help people with their dreams. Get into those buildings. I thought, well, wow, that felt great. I actually have a purpose, but how am I going to do it? So I knew I couldn't just walk in buildings and talk to people. So what I did is I got a job. I got a job selling business equipment, and I literally went in buildings because I had appointments, and I would always say to people, I'm here to sell equipment, but I also want you to know I'm really into life's purpose. What's your purpose? Never did anyone fight me. In fact, the vice president of AT&T loved the question so much that we talked for about two hours, and she gave me an order for 96 machines the next day, eventually 3,000. I was able to put my kid through college and buy a home. The point is, is that purpose is the driver, and I think we have to remember that we do have a purpose. Even if we're down, even if we're stressed, even if the economy is having a problem, I believe that we're all here for a reason. And that really drives me, and that I help people with that all the time, to come back to that deeper purpose. You know, and what you just shared is available and accessible to everyone, Steve. And, and this is really what I love about this, because, uh, you know, there was that moment when you had to be still enough to really hear the voice, whatever, whatever that voice was, however it came in. Um, there is a stillness right now that so many people are having the opportunity to be in. After that stillness and after the voice, you did something very important, and I want to make sure we mention it. You took action. You know, action is also part of what you talk to folks about. It's one thing to be clear, but it's another thing to actually do something about it, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, I I believe that, like I said earlier, sitting around and thinking about it, um, sitting around and visualizing it is good. It's good to have a positive vision. It's good to have a dream in your heart. But nothing's going to happen, most likely 99% chance, that if you just sit in your house and wait for it, it's not going to happen. Um, whether it comes to a relationship or whether it comes to manifesting a dream, look, I'm on your show because I have a book. That didn't just happen. That book was years of doing research, of working. And I'll be honest with you, Dr. Pat, I got rejected by some publishers. And you know why? I wasn't authentic. I wasn't in my purpose. I had a super agent that liked me and liked my book idea. And she said, I'm going to sell and get you a big six-figure advance. And I went, oh, that's exciting. But you got to drop your Holocaust story. Ooh. But, But you have to drop that journey with gay. Oh, you have to drop your Dalai Lama story. And you have to take this out and that out and, and all those things you said. You got to take wow. those out too. Dr. Pat, I listened. <laughs> I was eager like a lot of us and I said, okay, not happily, but I did. She calls me and she says, I'm going to have a big advance for you tomorrow. And then she calls me at the end of the day and says, um, five editors really loved it, but one didn't. So I'm really sorry we didn't sell it. Well, I went down. I was living at Maui at the time. I threw the manuscript away. I jumped in the ocean, kicked and yelled, and said, look, I have a purpose. And I I really got off purpose. I was not being authentic. I did what other people thought I should do. (sighs) I took some breaths, and I started to write the book that you have in your hand today. And I'm really I have to tell you, we're very grateful that you actually did that, because (laughs) it is the book that makes the difference. 
it is that thing, getting authentic, being true to ourselves, Steve, that this show and your purpose is about. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We're going to talk about what it is that we can do next. You know, once we get in that innovative place, what is it that we have to do, like Steve Sisko just described, to turn that dream on? How do we turn that on? How do we pursue our purpose? You know, how do we show up every day full of light, absolutely joyful, and making it happen? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659 Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Welcome back to The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And I'm so thrilled to have Steve Siskel joining us here today. For more information, you can certainly go to his website, which is onedream.com, onedream.com. You know, we're talking about uh, learning to understand and to act in a way that our body tells us. His book is What's Your Body Telling You? Uh, but more importantly, today's show in particular is about, you know, powering up that law of attraction, that vibe, that thing that we get. Steve, thank you so much for joining us here today. Welcome welcome to oh, the show again. Great to be here, Dr. Pat, always. We have great conversations. We do. <laughs> you know, I remember as a kid, Steve, that I could imagine and I could dream 
and, you know, I could be at this place where I create the most incredible fantasy, you know, in my life. And I think I, I don't think that was unusual. I think, you know, children do that. We can learn so much. But then something happens as we get older, and we forget to, as you say, look for the treasure. What is it that you've learned and talk about in your book and your work that has enabled your clients to find that treasure? Well, I think what's really important is that I've helped people become more aware with an exercise called self-evident truth, helps them get set, meaning that people... Uh, when they work with me or read the book, are really so much more aware of what they're doing with their body. And the treasures aren't going to come if we're stuck in our mind or if we're frozen. So, and, and also, the treasures, we can repel the treasures or repel offers or opportunities away from us because we don't realize what our billboard or our body is projecting. So I help people really tune in to the self-evident truth. And the reason I named it self-evident truth is because a lot of us were discouraged to feel. You know, we were hot and told our parents, or, Mommy, I'm hot. Oh, you're not hot. I don't Keep that sweater on. And yeah. oh, we, we learned that maybe we don't know what we feel. We've lost our instincts. We've lost touch with our body. In fact, I'm doing a workshop now at uh, IONS and doing a lot of TV around our children, teaching them to feel, not to discourage them. So the self-evident truth exercise gets us back in the body. It gets us listening to our breathing during the day as we walk into a business presentation, as we're about to present ourselves to the world. We're in our body, our posture. We're aware if we're leaning forward versus sitting back. We're aware if we're crunching up versus being open. And I believe that those treasures, those opportunities, um, come to us when we're more open. I know for myself, when I go to an event or I'm in a networking room or so forth, I've done the self-evident truth. I breathe. I scan my body. I say to myself what I notice. Ah, I'm feeling tight. Let me shake that out. Hmm, I notice I'm feeling a little nervous. Let me take a couple breaths and shake that out before I walk in the room. And then when I walk in a room to give a speech or whatever I'm doing, I magnetize. I'm bringing treasures of opportunity towards me because people like it. They go, hey, that guy looks confident. He looks happy. He's breathing, you know. Um, I lived in Hawaii, Dr. Pat, and the uh, non-Hawaiians are called Hallies. And the reason they're called Hallies is because when the Europeans got off the boat, the Hawaiians saw they weren't breathing. And they said, they're not breathing. Halley means person who does not breathe. People can notice when you're tight, you're not going to magnetize treasures. You're going to repel people. Well, this is really this part of, I mean, it's really kind of interesting. It's really difficult to not breathe in Hawaii. The air is so absolutely amazing, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And it's what keeps us alive, and yet, you know, we just weren't taught. We weren't taught in school to take deep breaths or breathe from the belly or before you do something important, ah, take a big breath. That's not really something we're taught. And most of us, look, I was taught the opposite. My mom was afraid of the dark, and she was afraid of heights, so whenever we went over a bridge or whenever we went through a tunnel, she would say, hold your breath. (laughs) The wrong thing to teach a kid. Um, and really, this is part of what you and I are doing today in the world. You know, it's about this law of attraction that we hear about, but it, it also has this sort of vibration, Steve, and I, I want to kind of bring it back to that, in the, in, you know, to, 
to just kind of take us to this place that you talk about. If we are in touch with our body, if we are breathing, aren't we then creating a vibration that may not represent, you know, the gloom and doom of the outside world? We can actually create a shift, can't we? Absolutely. You know, I, I basically uh, say that a lot of my work is helping people rewire. You know, a fellow was taught by his dad uh, because he didn't get presents at Christmas. His dad taught him that presents, money, all those things, material items, they'll make you sick. So he was having problems with his business. Dr. Pat, you would have seen it in his posture. He was bent over almost like, don't come near me. You know, don't buy my product because somewhere in me I've been told if I'm successful I'll be sick. After we found that viral belief, we breathed and moved and affirmed with new energy and new affirmations. His whole body rewired itself. He was standing up tall. He looked more handsome. He looked really good. In fact, he wound up meeting somebody and getting married. His business doubled, then quadrupled. Yes, we can rewire, and it's in the body. And if we walk in a room and we look kind of funky and down and afraid, who's going to be attracted to that? Well, there you go. Uh, you know, we're not going to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, attractive to it. You know, this is this is really what we're trying to do here. We're trying to say that at some level, Steve, we're really in control of creating that energy and vibration. We are really, at no cost, no checks we have to write out, we really get to create our destiny, so to speak, don't we? Absolutely. We create our destiny by, of course, visualizing it. I think that's very important, feeling in our heart, listening to our purpose, and then expressing through passion. Express it through your body. Move, breathe, shake out whatever's in the way. Identify those blocks and beliefs. They live in the body. And in my book, I have many chapters on how to release trauma and how to embody new affirmations, how to really be the person that you can manifest through versus just thinking about it. Thank you, Steve, for joining us here today. What a really great show. I love chatting with you. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave our listeners with today? And thank Mm. you so much. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I just want to leave the listeners with the the fact that your body is your greatest ally. Um, Even if it doesn't look perfect or feel perfect, uh, listen to it. It's going to give you some information. It's a library of your flesh. It's been there since day one. And if you need information or you need to access something, listen to your body. That's the title of the book. What's your body telling you? Let your mind go a little bit. Get into the body. Thank you, Steve Siskel, everybody. Let's get into the body together. Let's create a new life. Let's change that vibration. Please go to his website, onedream.com. We didn't talk about all of the uh, steps for reducing uh, economic anxiety, but if you go there, those steps are listed on his website. Sign up for his newsletter, as he indicated. Check out the book and find out why millions of people are interested in what Steve's talking about. Steve, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Pat. OneDream.com, everybody. Do you have that dream? I know I do. And I know I'm following his seven tips, and you're going to hear what is emerging out of it as a result of working with Steve Siskel, everybody. Go to DrPatShow.com, T-H-E-D-R. Uh, show, patshow.com or just go to drpatlive.com drpatlive.com and remember as you t- step out into the world remember to breathe as Steve says and remember that when you do that you have created 
an immediate transformation, a quantum leap in vibrational energy. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show, everyone. Listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour.